This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. This program is kindly sponsored by Chantel Shop Napier. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Food for Life, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have on the phone Heather Berra, who is the principal, the CEO of Food for Life. How are you going, Heather? <laughs> Great, Chan. How are you? I'm oh, good. All the better for talking with you. Now, Heather, today we're going to talk about the anatomy of the GI tract. But before we get there, just remind our listeners what you are all about. Yes, yeah, so I am a holistic nutritionist. So what I do is I um, see people with a number of issues from skin, gut, hormones, weight loss, um, and I take a holistic approach. So that just means um, looking at diet, lifestyle, um, stress factors, um, kind of taking a big warrant of fitness of, of their body um, so I can best help them achieve whatever goal they have. So when someone comes to see you, is it like going to the doctors that you're there for about 10 or 15 minutes and they pat you on the head and off you go again, or is there more to it than that? Well, the body is pretty complex, so certainly a 10 or 15-minute appointment is not going to give me all the information I would need to help someone. Mm-hmm. So definitely um, it's an hour appointment. Sometimes we go a bit over, um, and, it's, yeah, it's quite detailed. I'm asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Is there some common... Um, some common thing with everyone that comes to see you that you say, oh, yeah, it could be this and that, or is it much more complex than that? Are the common things that always come to the top and you say, oh, yeah, I can see where you're going wrong. It's you're eating too much of this or not enough of that. Well, funny you ask that given the topic today because um, it all does eventually come back to your gastrointestinal tract. Mm-hmm. So that's always something that I'm, I'm looking at. I'm asking a lot of questions about because, um, you know, I think it was Hippocrates, you know, that, that um, you know, the GI tract is sort of the center um, and everything kind of revolves around that. Yes. All right, let's talk about the GI tract. What, does that, what is the GI tract and why is it so important? Yeah, so GI stands for gastrointestinal um, and that is the, um, pretty much think of it like a tube. Mm-hmm. So um, it's actually considered an organ, believe it or not. Um, but it's a hollow tube that runs um, all the way from your mouth to your anus, really. Yeah. Um, and it's made up of all these different um, different parts that have different functions along the way. Why so, is it so long? Yeah. So it's so. Believe it or not, I think it's. Um, they say it's about thirty feet long, mm-hmm. and it has the surface area of a tennis court. So, um, mm-hmm. because there's millions of folds that go up and down, up and down. Um, if you were just, you know stretch it out, it would be the surface area of a tennis court, wow. um, which is huge. Yeah. Everything happens in the gut. So talk us through the process. So we put a big fat sandwich in our mouth. What happens? <laughs> okay. So um, so obviously in the mouth is where you chew your food. That's where digestion begins. Um, and then you swallow your food and it goes into your stomach. Mm-hmm. So um, the beginning of the GI tract really would, I guess, be, you know, the mouth and then the esophagus and then your stomach. Um, And that's where food gets further digested by the um, the acids in your stomach. So that's a really important step. Um, And then after it's done, the food's done churning and mixing in there, it then empties into your upper intestinal tract. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people know it as your small intestine. 
Um, and that's an important place as well because digestion is still occurring there. Um, so you also have, um, you've got your liver and your gallbladder on your um, left-hand side, kind of under your left rib. And then you've got your, um, your pancreas as well, um, a little bit further over, which they've all released um, bile and enzymes that help you continue to break down your food. Why? So, Sorry, carry on. Oh, I, I always like to talk about digestion because it's sort of the foundation to good health. So, you know, you can eat all the right foods, best diet out there. And if your digestive system isn't working, meaning you're not breaking your food down well, your body's not going to be able to get and extract all those nutrients from your food. We've talked about it before, but just to remind our listeners, why is chewing so important? I mean, you know, there's that old adage, isn't it? Chew everything 40 times. Well, who's ever going to do that? But why is chewing important? Well, chewing is really the only place in that whole digestive system where you have control. So, you know, after you swallow, it's up, your, up to your body to produce the necessary acids and enzymes to keep breaking your food down. Um, but chewing is where you control the digestion. So there's actual enzymes in your saliva that are supposed to, um, you know, mix with your food, and they actually start to break down the carbohydrates in your mouth. Um, so if you eat really quick, you kind of shove it in, yeah. you know, just, let's just get it done and over with, move on to the next thing. Your, your body's going to struggle to further digest that food and break it down. I quite often look at YouTube for a bit of entertainment. And I've been, I've been watching this lady who uh, is a, an eating champion. She can eat loads in a very short space of time. Uh, and I was watching her a, a couple of weeks back, and she, she swallowed, um, let's be fair to her, probably let's say 15. She swallowed 15 hot dogs, long sausages, in about 60 seconds. What would happen to oh. her, to her digestion? Oh Oh, oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> I cannot even imagine what how she felt after that. Um, did she comment on that at all, or was it? She doesn't comment on that, but she is a, I mean, you know, like she'll eat, eat a 72-ounce steak in about an hour, for instance. So it's just one, oh. one, it's sort of like crazy eating. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people are doing that for entertainment on, on the web, but I just wonder yeah. how on earth do they get on the next day? Yeah, they would not feel good, not even the next day, but I would say pretty shortly after eating that, mm. um, uh, that their body would be under a huge amount of stress. I imagine she'd be sweating a lot because um, it would be trying to work so hard to try and break down all that meat um, in one sitting. I mean, that's way more than yeah. she should have anyway, you know, per, per serving. Um, but yeah, the, ash, the stomach acids that would be required... Um, all the rest of the enzymes to break that down properly and digest it. It just wouldn't be there because that's not natural. No. So it just goes in one and out the other probably. Mm, I, well, there's, there's, she'd have a lot of um, issues if she did that on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so what's the process with it? Okay, the food's in your, your stomach. You've chewed it properly. You've done half the work for the stomach. It's um, disseminating all the vitamins and all the minerals. What happens then? Yeah, so um, so we said it empties out of the stomach, um, further gets broken down by the gallbladder, um, with bile and the pancreas and the enzymes. And so by that point, hopefully, your food is getting broken down to what is called a monomer, which is pretty much just a very tiny particle. So as food travels down along the upper intestinal tract, it starts to get um, absorbed. So within the intestinal tract, you have these folds that I spoke about, and they're called villi. And if you think of them like small um, 
they, they actually classify them like finger-like projections. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not as big as a finger, but they stick up um, in your intestinal tract, and they help absorb nutrients from your food. So I think they're really microscopic, like maybe one and a half millimeters or something in length. Um, and then there's all these little hairs off of those as well, if you will, that help absorb the nutrients from your food. How do we know so if we've got an issue? Sorry? How do we know if we've got an issue with our gut? I mean, um, you know, you would probably be horrified at what I eat as much as I might be horrified at all those veggies that you eat. Um, but so because it's not necessarily all about the type of food that you eat, is it? I mean, if you have everything in moderation, like I have a few veggies, you probably have a heap of veggies. So how, how are we so different? Would you expect your GI tract to be much better than mine or not? No, um, not, not necessarily better. It, it, you know, it depends on a lot of factors, really. Like they say your, your gastrointestinal tract is as unique as your own fingerprint. Mm-hmm. So, you know, genetics. Um, how were you born? Um, what was your mother's gut flora like? Um, you know, what is your genetic heritage? Were you breastfed? Um, what, were you, you bottle fed? Um, what were you fed growing up? Like how your stress levels so much can influence um, the, the different strains of bacteria in our gut. And there are many, many, many strains of bacteria um, which you want in your gut. You want those good bacteria because that helps you um, create that good, healthy environment for absorption of nutrients. So, um, you know, you mentioned different diets and maybe me eating more, more vegetables. It's really hard to say because I might have higher stress levels than you, which mm-hmm. would change my gut, and I could have some gut problems because of it. Um, but fiber, in essence, if you were to remember one thing about the gut, is that fiber feeds the good bacteria. So you want to be eating plenty of those above-ground vegetables to help feed and nourish your gut. Okay, someone coming to see you, is the GI tract one of the first things that you will concentrate on to give someone uh, a much healthier outlook for life? Yeah, so um, I, do, I do go quite extensive in my questions about it. So I'll, I'll cover their digestive health and, and see how well that's working. Um, and we'll talk further down about the gut. Um, you know, is there bloating? Do you get nausea? Do you get a sore stomach? Um, if so, is it cramping? Is it a dull ache? Is it relieved by having gas or a bowel motion? Um, do you get excess weight, you know, gas mm-hmm. in general? Um, how regular are your bowels? Is it daily? Um, do you get any indigestion or reflux? So, and, and that's, you know, there's more than that that I ask people, but um, it definitely needs to be covered. Um, because if someone's seeing me for weight loss or if someone's seeing me for eczema, those, both of those issues come down to gut as well. So I have to, I have to focus on that. I'm just reading, a, just reading a bit ahead on some notes I took in, uh, with regard to this chat. And it says here some of the stuff that you should eat, uh, which you'd know of, vegetables, garlic, onions, asparagus, fruits, cereals, uh, seeds, olive oils. Uh, they should be part of your diet every day. So someone, for instance, again, let's use you as, as an example. Eating what you do, I would suggest that you would suffer very few gut problems. Would that be fair to say that? Um. Well, not at the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be quite honest with you. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm under a lot of stress at the moment. You know, we have are having our kitchen uh, redone, and I haven't had a kitchen for almost two months with a toddler. So my stress levels 
are quite high, mm-hmm. and I've noticed um, my gut has reacted to that. Um, so, you know, I've had a little bit more um, bloating, a little bit more gas, um, stomach pain that I haven't had, just from stress. Yeah. And I know that that's changing, um, you know, the, the levels in my gut of bacteria and yeast. Um, so I'm trying to address that. Okay. okay, so a physician might say, or there's a, an old adage, isn't it? I love those old adages. Physician, heal thyself. So what are you going to do to heal yourself, Heather? How, how um, easy is it? Yeah, um, it, it doesn't have to be difficult, but, you know, sometimes for people I do require further testing. Like mm-hmm. I might suspect, hey, I think you do have a bacterial overgrowth. Let's, let's do some testing and let's confirm that first. Let's see if this is chronic or acute, you know, which also depends on how I will approach healing someone's gut. How long have you had it, you know? Um, for me, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've ordered some supplements, um, a gut powder for myself, and I'm, you know, trying to address my stress level. Yes. It'll all be better once the kitchen's done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. So there is an end in sight. Um, but, yeah, for some people, you know, they're working crazy hours. They're working evenings. They're not eating well. They're not eating at all. Um, and, you know, they're trying to lose weight. They're barely eating. Well, yeah. why, why are they overweight? Well, yeah. their gut and stress levels, and there's so many other factors. Uh, are they on medication, you know, um, which can be liver loader. So liver has a lot to do with weight loss as well. So there's just so much, so many pieces to the puzzle, really. I'm the sort of guy that likes to work on a time frame. So if someone said to me, mm, well, I don't know, let's say I was losing weight and I said, oh, I want to lose 10 kgs and I came to someone like you, I'd be saying, well, geez, Heather, when am I going to be that 10 kgs lighter? So um, again, from a holistic point of view and obviously being sensible about your health, how long does, does it take someone who may have a, a problem with their GI tract to come right? Is it days? Is it weeks? Is it months? What should we expect? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think it depends on the person. So if they have a gut pathogen um, that needs to be addressed, I generally say five five weeks um, for a plan um, and then a few weeks after, so maybe, you know, seven weeks um, to kind of reset that gut. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it does depend on what they're presenting with and whether it's chronic or acute um, and how willing they are to make the changes. You know, um, they might say, oh, actually, I'm not going to change all that, but I'll change a few things. Yes. Well, that's going to help a little bit, but it might take you longer to really help heal that gut lining than you originally wanted. So um, I know people that have come to me and they've said, oh, I've been on this diet now for a year for my gut. And it's better, but it's, you know, it's not 100 percent. Wow. Yeah. What's what's gone wrong? Or is it just does it just take that time? Well, I think, you know, the Internet's got lots of information out there, and it will say, oh, try this diet for this or this for that. And, you know, what's the source and how reputable is it? But people, you know, are their own doctors, and they, you know, do their own research. And sometimes that works, but oftentimes I don't think it does. Yeah. And I suppose it's a – and you often say it, uh, and I agree with you, that – in the main, it's a complete lifestyle change, isn't it? You need to need to sort of grab hold of it and say, okay, this is how I'm going to live in the future. It doesn't mean to say you can't have a bit of a donut, but you've got to change your lifestyle, don't you? You nailed it, absolutely. And for, and for those clients that, you know, that I see that they're working, you know, 50-plus hours a week and they've got children and this and that, I say to them, look, I can only help you so much, 
but you really need to step back and look at your life and say, you know, what can I change here? Because I you can't keep going like that. We're not meant to, to live with all those stressors and, and work that many hours. So I kind of like put it back to them, that area, because I can't really, I can't really do anything for them in that way. Um, no. Yeah. What would be your top tips, Heather, to someone uh, listening to us right now thinking, yeah, well, I've been a bit off or, you know, I just need to do something to, to live a better lifestyle. So particularly if I've got those symptoms that you've talked about with, with my gut, what would be your top mm. three tips for them to say, well, this is, this is a start? Other than come to see you, of course, which we recommend that they do, what would you think, where, where do we start? Top three. Yeah, so, yeah, if they've got gut issues, um, top three things, ooh, that's quite hard because I'd say, come see me, but you already said that because um, there's yeah. so much involved. But um, I think it would be digestive health, like we've talked about, which is, you know, several things. Make sure you're chewing your food well and not rushing it. Um, try not to be drinking with your meals. Mm -hmm. So you want to do your best to try and digest your food. That's number one is digestion. To look at your sugars, how much sugar you're having in a day, um, because sugar often feeds bad things in the gut. Yeah. Um, so women and men, 35 to 40 grams a day of sugar. So that's like six to eight teaspoons, I think it's about. Wow. Um, so digestion, sugar, and it's a hard one. I, I'd probably say water as well, because yeah. I see so many people that just don't drink water they either don't drink it or they drink a few cups a day which is you know the body's just crying out for water and you mentioned so dehydrated and yeah. stress is a big deal isn't it as well yeah yeah minimize so I, I think those would be my top three um but there's there's so much more all-encompassing all to help you know fix that gut kind yeah. of reset it what do you say to people heather who uh, refer to Dr. Google. Is Dr. Google really, should we be looking that at all or should we just be looking at the name of a good nutritionist like yourself and coming to see you get the real oil? Is Dr. Google any chop? Uh, you know, there's so much good information out there too. Mm. Um, so no, I, I'm not going to say don't don't Google stuff. Um, by all means, if you know, if you like to do research and you want to see if you can do some things to help yourself, then, then absolutely. But just, yeah, use cautious... Um, and maybe, you know, just try and consult someone if you can. Um, even if, you know, they, I get phone calls often and people just, you know, want to have a quick chat, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to have a quick chat. Uh, but it, usually, yeah, it does take an hour to get a full picture. Uh, but, yeah, there is some good stuff on Dr. Google. I think more the basic stuff. Um, but, yeah, if it's, if it's a deep deeper issue I, I definitely um suggesting someone because it's, it's more complex is gut health is the guide to good gut health if you're crook is it um is it uh cold turkey like going off drugs or do, do you recommend when you go off drugs now you sort of you, you taper off you might use methadone or whatever but uh is that the same with good gut health that you just can't stop overnight and do all the good stuff do you have to wean yeah. into it yeah, I mean, it's like weight loss. I tell people, I see people that lose weight, then they come see me because they put it all back on. So yep. it's more about long-term and sustainable and take it as you can manage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'm, I give my treatment notes and I say, look, this is a lot of information. I don't expect you to just go do all this because it's not sustainable. No. So I highlight, you know, maybe top five. Focus on these for a while because um, it takes 
you know, it takes 90 days to form a habit. Yeah. Um, so I want this to be sustainable, and I don't want people to have to come back and see me and say, I put all the weight back on, yeah. you know. It's your fault. Get, <laughs> my goal is to get you as healthy as possible yes. and to help heal your condition or get you to your weight loss goal, but it's a, it's a process. Absolutely right. And uh, before I let you get back to whatever you're up to at the moment, uh, just remind our listeners, Heather, we want to come and see you for some uh, sound nutritional advice. How do we do that? Yes. So um, at the moment, I'm working um, via Zoom. Um, so you can get a hold of me on my website um, at food for, that's F-O-R, life.co.nz. Um, you can give me a ring on 27 812 5071 or my email is heather at foodforlife.co.nz um, but my office is at G's Pharmacy which um, I should be coming back to Good on you Heather, my pleasure as always you look after yourself and we'll talk to the same time same place next time Rain all day and I really 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 don't mind Can't you see, can't you see This program is kindly sponsored by Chantel's shop, Napier. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.